Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price Your Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love talking to the really one of my favorite people, Lee Kaplan, longtime regular on the Price of Business. He, he's a business lawyer extraordinaire, but he's also an entrepreneur and business owner. Uh, I, I, uh, I said business attorney, I meant business attorney, but he's also a business owner, which I love that. And uh, he really is kind of shaking up the political class here in the Houston area. Uh, we talk about all kinds of things politically on every level of government, but I know one of his passions is what goes on on the local level um, uh, because there's so much evidence on the need of doing things better. And so, Lee, we've been talking a lot about that, particularly with your, your run for mayor. Talk a little bit more about, a little bit about your candidacy, your website, and uh, we'll get into our topic, and welcome. Happy to. You know, there are a number of political types running, people in the political class. They've had offices. They have offices. They want a different office. Um, I'm not in those categories. I've been in the private sector my entire career, and uh, I hope established a reputation uh, for myself and my law firm of being competent and accountable and having high integrity, and it's worked out pretty well for us. We started as three lawyers and a secretary in 1995, and now I think we welcomed our 30th lawyer this week, and we have a total of 50-plus people at our firm, and, uh, you know, we've been pretty successful uh, in lawsuits, appeals, arbitrations, and it's basically because our goal is always to figure out what matters the most and present that, whether it's to a court or an arbitrator or, you know, opposing parties and opposing lawyers. And candidly, I've gotten large contributions by under the standards, that is the limit, from lawyers I've been very opposed to. And it's because I didn't hang up on them and I didn't lie to them. And, uh, People seem to appreciate that. To me, that's setting the bar pretty low, but that seems to be a high bar to some people. And I, I just don't believe in any other way of conducting myself. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, it's a pretty high bar in our current culture. And uh, <laughs> I, I think you are working hard to restore a different uh, standard, uh, uh, I think, when we had for many years. And so uh, your candidacy, I think, is great in the fact that, I, you know, I saw, I, I see these commercials now for candidates for mayor who are career politicians who talk about running against career politicians. I'm not going to name any names, but I'm like, dude, you currently hold an office. You've been in an office for a long time, you know, and yet you're attacking uh, the career politicians. I, I guess, uh, you know, again, strength standards. Now, I, recently you were in a debate. It was on Fox 26. It was, uh, um, I think, uh, you know, from my understanding, very well received. And you had an opportunity in that debate to really look at all the candidates, including yourself. Let's talk a little bit about the, the, the conflicting visions or the different visions for the candidates. Well, I want to be careful about this. I don't want to really denigrate other people. But the bottom line is everybody talks about Houston being a world-class city and we're going to fix this and we're going to fix that. Look, you don't fix problems overnight. You have to be honest about them and you have to explain to the extent you get a chance in one minute 
why it's going to take a continuous effort. And uh, I decided long ago, based on my experience as a trial lawyer and what people have told me, that you need to focus on just a few things, not 88 things. And the four I've focused on are crime, you know, public safety, picking up the garbage, because that is an ongoing problem in Houston, often in the less wealthy parts of town. Timely and sensible permitting, because I want young people to be able to build a house here. And if you have to wait a year for a permit, you're trying to get a loan, you're just the interest is piling up, and that deters a lot of people from building in Houston. And then finally is everything about infrastructure, particularly drainage, because people don't want to be flooded. But when you fix the drainage, you're actually repairing the streets as well. And the current administration has been misusing that money to fix potholes instead of really addressing our flooding problem. I just think that transparency is important. And if people think they have a mayor who is addressing their needs, then they'll be happier. And if they feel like we're making progress, we'll attract more people to the city, which means of course, more job holders, which means more tax receipts and more people to share the load. It's very important that we have a secure financial foundation for the city. And every time mm-hmm. I hear people talk about a culture of corruption, and they're going to, it's like hearing President Reagan years ago as a candidate saying he was going to eliminate fraud and abuse in the government. Well, that's admirable, but we have law enforcement to do that. We've got to have just a sense of priorities. What do we work on the most and how soon and how do we communicate to people we care about this and we will be on the job? People seem to have responded to that in a very positive way. Yeah, and something you just alluded to is this, uh, you know, idea of uh, if you fix the flooding, you fix the streets. And what, what, just for clarity's sake, the reason why we have potholes is because we have sitting water and uh, water out of control, and uh, you know that causes damage uh, to these streets. I mean, it, it it does make so much sense to have, take more of a systemic approach uh, rather than a band-aid approach. And I think we have too much, too many band-aids. Well, that's true, and too many easy solutions or easy outs. And frankly, we've got people who have been in office 40 or 50 years, and I don't know that that experience has gained us anything. And then we have another candidate who was on the Metro board. He was a finance chair for one mayor, and when she was elected, he was on the Metro board. Then he picked a different candidate to support later in a different campaign, and when that person lost, he was shocked that he wasn't reappointed to the Metro board. So then he became finance chair for another candidate more recently. And I just, you know, I'm not that hungry for a position. I just want to do things right. And and I'm not a member of the political class. I don't want to be. I just want to run the city better because, candidly, I grew up here. It's a great city. It deserves good service, period. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I think you raised a really good problem, a uh, really good issue, rather, uh, with the fact that, uh, you know, when you have people running, be the office for two years, four years, six years, whatever, and I know there's even odder years than that, you know, it, it uh, is easy to make promises 
because you're not going to be able to uh, be held accountable uh, <laughs> after your term unless you get elected, but people have the memories of Nat any, Nats anyway. Now, talk a little bit about what you think is a more honest way to articulate uh, what's going on and, and really restoring uh, a focus on values rather than false promises. It seems like to me that's a big part of your message. Well, it is, and I think I, I just think that high integrity is important and transparency is important. And, you know, some people pretend to be transparent and then uh, they do things off-site off or out of, out of sight that uh, don't square with that. To me, integrity is what do you do when nobody's looking? And I've been a lawyer a long time, and I pride myself on telling people the truth and uh, not hanging up on them. So I still talk to people. I just think those are important things to do. Um, and so far, it seems to be working. When I call people, uh, the ones who are at all uh, connected to or aware of my campaign are very positively impressed. And yeah, I, think, I think I'm going to win. Yeah, absolutely. Talk a, a little bit as we begin to wrap it up. Uh, we got 44 days, is that right, between now and Election Day? It's creeping up rather quickly. Um, what would you like to convey to the listener with that in mind? Well, early voting starts on October 23rd, and I would encourage people to early vote because you don't want to get caught on Election Day with a problem with balance or it's raining so hard the city is flooding, or some other problem. I'd encourage people to early vote. It makes it a lot easier for us to count the votes and have an accurate count with fewer questions uh, raised by losers and naysayers. But my feeling is, if you don't vote, you can't complain. One thing I learned is, I was told confidentially that my record of voting, how many times I voted, is better than anyone else's. I think I've missed one vote in 30 or so years, uh, maybe even 40. And that was when I got called out of town very unexpectedly. This is before they even had early voting. And I hadn't arranged to vote absentee because back then you had to do it at some length. And I didn't, I didn't do any of that. Uh, and so one time I missed, I believe, a primary. But I have always voted. I took my son for his vote, first vote when he turned 18 in uh, 2008, and he votes all the time religiously um, because it's important, and, yeah. and everybody's vote matters. So I would yeah. encourage people to go early vote, which starts October 23rd and runs for maybe 10 or 12 days. I'm not sure, but I usually go the first or second day. Okay. Uh, give your website one last time as we wrap it up. Yes, it's KaplanForHoustonMayor.com. K-A-P-L-A-M for HoustonMayor.com. Lee Kaplan, our guest today, he's a recurring guest on the show, one of my favorites. He is uh, really brings so much insight to what goes on in the political front and the policy front, and uh, very fun to talk to. Uh, I am Kevin Price. You're listening to the Nationally Syndicated Price of Business show. Do you want to remind you, the show continues 24-7 at priceofbusiness.com, where we are always adding new content, audio, video, articles, and more. We'll also have a link to this 
um, debate that we've been talking to at PriceBusiness.com. So make sure you check that out. Stay tuned for more after this.